Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Brooko Mode for episode 33. In this episode, I'm joined by Jack Mack. Hey, fellas. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking a little bit, bit about um, the mental health stigma and sort of just having a conversation and seeing where it goes. My first question to you is six months ago, if I asked you what is mental health, what would your answer be then and what would it be now? Really put me on the spot here, mate. Oh. The whole point. <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago, <clears throat> I think I never really thought about it. So it was... I sort of just put it to the side. Not saying it was wasn't important, but I just... I didn't really, yeah, think about it or put... Time and effort into it. It was just sort of there. And like you hear about the word mental health and it's sort of this like, uh, you're almost scared. Not scared, but you sort of are <laughs> in a way. Um, that's probably my best description. I just, I didn't really yeah care, have care for it. Even though I've had people like around me, like, you know, do the worst thing possible and... I've had people come to me for help and I couldn't I couldn't give them a good answer and I probably wasn't the best ear because I probably gave them, you know, the wrong answers, unfortunately. But now after just... All it took was for me to start thinking about mental health and not being scared of it anymore and because it's not a scary thing. <laughs> mental health isn't a scary thing. It's, it's, just, it's just as important as your physical health. Um, and no one should be scared of it, but yeah, I guess that's what we're trying to do here. Break that stigma and what, what makes it so scary? Do you think for everyone, like including myself, my thinking about mental health was 
it is scary, but I feel like sometimes I almost think it's scary because everyone else is saying it's scary. Man, that's you just yeah, that's my words. You've just taken it out of my mouth. <laughs> exactly what I was gonna say. But how many conversations have we had? Like have people have we've had but everyone's had in their lives which have been so reflective, so rewarding, having just having a genuine human chat which improves your mental health, but there isn't a label to it. But it's something that helps your mental health. But it's because we don't, we're not aware the fact that we actually are working on our mental health. That we, how can we improve on something that we don't are not aware of? And then all we associate mental health with is when we see suicide statistics, all these tragic stories, and we're like, "Fuck, that's difficult. I don't want to go there." And then that's labelled mental health. So people are thinking like they're just <coughs> attaching like suicide and depression, anxiety, all that sort of stuff to mental health. Whereas it can be as simple or as easy as just what you've been grateful for, like why are you happy or why are you having fun right now? Why are you enjoying work? Just the simple stuff. Um, so I like to link the mental health to like physical health and I'll expand on the analogy after, but a thought that came to my head was, so let's say in a day I'm trying to get X amount of steps. Now, there's a few ways you can go about it. You can smash out like a you can smash out a big run, which gets all your like your huge so that's like having a big deep conversation. If you're linking it to mental health. But what I do now is I'm consistent throughout the day. So I'll do a few steps in the morning, a little run at night, steps during the middle of the day. And it's never too too much, too excessive. It's easy to manage. And then I end up getting the steps rather than doing nothing all day, procrastinating, and then having to do all these steps at night. If we link that to like mental health, it's almost like we're having these feelings. We put, we put them to the side. We repress. We avoid difficult conversations. And then everything builds up to this one difficult, hard conversation. Whereas we could have just managed it so much better by having little conversations which is pretty much just like working on your mental health throughout the day, like putting in reps for yourself. But it's because it's so hard. It's it's a skill we, we either don't know or we just don't want to deal with those negative things. Like I've had a, I didn't have the best day today and it's, and I'm still trying to work on managing these negative feelings and not just put them to the side. And I still don't have the skills to do it. Oh. <laughs> like at the end of the day, we're, we're 21, 22. It's going to take time. Like it's why we're doing this stuff to, to get better and <laughs> to hopefully make everyone else more aware and better. But um, I like how you say it's the progressive steps throughout the day. It doesn't have to be a massive, long marathon sort of run because then you get tired and... You might want to, you might want to not keep doing it. Might get injured. Might get injured. Um, but yeah, it might not make you want to do it the next day. Whereas if you just keep progressively doing like you know small to medium sort of runs, just like having those small to medium sort of conversations with your friends or your your fucking parents, it doesn't really matter who it is. But when you're having those conversations, you don't have to say, "Let's talk about mental health." And I don't know if people do do it. Or you don't even have to 
realise that you're talking about mental health, you can just have the conversation. I feel like when you label it, that's when people start getting iffy on it when they start realising, oh, we're but talking But it's about hard, isn't it? Because then it's like, because that comes back to, it comes circular, it goes back to the first thing. It's like, then it's just people aren't aware that they're actually working on their mental health. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So it becomes all that scary thing. It's, you you don't have to tell everyone, but if you come to the end of the day, maybe it's just reflecting, oh, that conversation was good for my mind. That was good for me. Like, it was therapeutic. Yeah. And, and then you're just creating awareness. Like, okay, that was like, and then you're just telling yourself those sort of conversations are good and you're more likely to do them because you've created awareness of how it made you feel. Um, I remember when we were talking about having conversation in your own head and recently I've caught myself doing it quite often because I'll be listening to a podcast recently. It's been Dill Buckley, fucking legend he is. Um, I've been listening to him talk about his new book, Honest Chat, just in little snippets. And so I'll listen to a little segment or little quote he'll read and then I'll like... I sort of have a conversation with myself, like, I really like that or that's something I can, um, you know, bring into my life. Um, and I find that really helpful. And then at the end of the day, or like just before we did this, I was just thinking about it, um, like how helpful it's been. Because you don't, like you don't have to, the person, um, well, you might not always have someone to talk to, but you might be by yourself in some situations. So you might only just have yourself to talk to at a certain period, um, which for me sometimes is like nighttime when you're just in your room, which is fine as long as you, I guess, are having those positive chats. That's why I think the most important relationship you have is with yourself because for me, I'm sure you can relate, it's always easy to be positive in the day, sunshine, happy thoughts, you know, constantly getting these hits of dopamine from whatever. And then you go to bed trying to sleep and then it goes dark and then your mind just fucking wanders. And that's when it gets really hard. And I know a lot of people who suffer from anxiety and depression, insomnia is one of the most prominent symptoms. And it's just because your mind, you know, it just starts thinking because there's an absence of stimuli and then your brain just starts projecting. It can't just be present with the fact that you want to rest. It's just, it's... It's bloody hard. But I'll, I'll, so when I was running today, we talk about self talk. I was running, so I did um, slow K, fast K, slow K, fast K, slow K, fast K. And on my last fast K, like I, I'm noticing the better I'm getting with like my mental health and this self development stuff, like I'm getting so much better at my self talk during exercise. Um, and so when I was struggling in the last K, like I'm running along, like just checking the pace, but then like giving myself like self-talk. But I remember, and like I reckon it's quite positive and it's transformed quite a lot. But I remember a long time ago where like I would get into these, into these difficult physical situations um, and my self-talk was so negative. Um. I'll just stop you yeah. really quick. So what's one example of the negative self-talk you're talking to yourself about and then one positive that you were doing yeah. today? So before it used to just be like, it always comes from like insecurity. So if it was saying to, if I was doing running training and it was for football, like I want to improve my running and I felt like it was a weakness and my self-talk would just be like, 
oh, you'll never be good enough. This is why you'll never play like a high level. Um, like it, all those like doubts that you have about your ability, they would come back to me and it would just come back to this fact that I wasn't good enough. I'll never be good enough. And that voice, whatever, it, however it transformed was like that yeah. versus like today where I just, I felt really present and even though I was struggling and it's still fucking hard, like, yeah. but I didn't see my, my mind, my thoughts weren't going to, it wasn't going to like, oh, you're worthless, your shit. It was like, how do we finish this? How do we finish this kilometer? So I, so I had, I was 400 meters into my last kilometer. I was like, let's get to 600, right? Let's get to 800. And then it was like 200 meters. Let's just push it. But I was really present, but I think that does come it's not like it's just, I'll oh, change yourself talk. Like it comes from a lot of, you know, self-work with confidence and being secure with who you are. And it's so many things, but it's interesting to see how my mindset has changed from such a negative self-talk to such positive self-talk. And I think a lot of the people who do struggle with their self-relationship with themselves feels like they're almost like doomed or like, um, that's a burden for the rest of their life and that you're, you almost don't realise how much better you can become until it happens and it sort of links back to the whole mental health thing is the fact that people get diagnosed and then they almost feel like they're they're given that for the rest of their life so they went through an anxiety period or they got diagnosed with anxiety or depression and then it's almost like they feel like they have to carry that title that label yeah, yeah, it's just for the, the rest of their life I'm a depressed person I'm an, an anxious person no, you're not. You can fix these things. Like, it's not be all end all, but um, that's why we have these conversations. Um, but I think when you're talking about the positive self talk, how empowering is it? Like, that you can have a little conversation, or just even the words that you can tell yourself, and that can make you push that extra two hundred, four hundred meters that you need. Um, when you're exercising in your physical, yeah, obviously has a stuff. huge like physical benefit like my running but it's just more the fact that I guess I sort of I just see it in the sense that it's just nice to be able to train and do things I love without it being I'm just running away from the negative like I'm not just training to make myself feel like I'm I'm shit not shit sorry it's like I'm not just doing running so I don't feel like I'm worthless not worthless it's yeah. I'm running because I love running and that's part of my identity. This is who I am. I'm healthy. I take care of my body. I take care of my mind by doing these positive things. And yeah, I didn't have the best day today, but I still went out and did the run and I still got it done because that's who I want to be. And I I love that I still put action in in spite of these feelings. Well, yeah. People always say that like when you do the thing that you don't want to do, so like you are you want to be a runner and you are a runner. Well, I think you're a runner. <laughs> um, but you didn't, you know, you didn't feel up to it today. But you still did it. Like you're achieving more on these sort of days than the days that you want to run, and it's easy to run. A hundred percent, isn't it? It's like because I, I like to keep linking back between mental health because you know why? The the powerful thing about analogies is it helps people understand which is why I reckon we should keep linking it back to physical health because it is like a sim it really is a similar thing and and with with the like we talk about you grow more when like I do a run today on a on a tough day rather than when it's like it's easy to run it's like it's like mental health it's like oh, it's easy to have like a 
a conversation about how you're feeling when you're happy. But how hard is it to talk about when you're feeling shit? You know what I mean? It's like when you're having an easy day, it's easy to run. But it's also easy to talk about your feelings on those days because you're feeling positive, you're feeling happy. So, yeah. But when, 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 you, when you're down and you don't want to run because you're tired, it's like the same thing when you're having a down day with your mental health. You don't want to talk about your feelings. You, you don't want to talk about the fact that, you know, you, you feel shit and you don't know what you're doing anymore with your life. Yeah, Th- those sort of thoughts. You just want to cut off in bed and I'd put those thoughts aside and put a movie on and just something to distract you, search for the distractions. Maybe, I think, this is what I struggled with today. Like I was, I'll be honest, I hopped into bed, but it's not the fact that I, I know theoretically like what to do in theory, but sometimes it's more like, what am I meant to do? Like I felt tired, I felt shit. It's like, what am I meant to do? Like I ended up going for a run, but I think a lot of people don't actually know what to do and it becomes a feedback loop. So like, I think we disconnect from people and human relationships are so important to our, like our mental health. Um, and I think what happens is we feel shit. We want to disengage. We want to isolate. We want to be by ourselves. A lot, a lot of people are like this, and I can be like this. Oh yeah, everyone. But as soon as you start connecting with other people, even when you're feeling a bit down, it just brings you up. And it's like with physical health, like I said, like when you, uh, I started running with a friend now, and it's way easier than when I just try and run alone. And it's like with your mental health, like everyone talks about you need to do it, like do it for you. Like you're in this journey alone. I've said these things before and it is true to an extent, but that doesn't mean just because you are you, you can't get help from other people and you can't help other people and go along the journey together. Because like I said, like you're on your own journey, but guess what? You're also taking very similar roads to a lot of people around you. Mm. So why don't you hop in the same car? Oh, <laughs> bang. That's actually a good one. Just hop in the same car. <laughs> Hope that car's gone down the same road. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was When we were talking about the labels, I was like, fuck, I've told many people this and not many people know. Like maybe my closest mates, but like I've had two panic anxiety attacks and they are fucked. They are honestly... Especially the first one, I thought I was going to die. Like, I didn't know what was happening to me. It was pretty scary. Um, it wasn't until someone was, like, I was outside. It was when I was out, like, out um, in the town. And, um, yeah, just, like, you, your chest tightens up and you start, like, uh, just, like, not even, it's not sadness. It's, like, just everything just feels heavy and tight, pretty much. And... And I was like, I just, I don't, I don't even think I told him. I was just like, just head down, just made sure I just got the fuck out of there because I just couldn't deal with it. And I think a mate saw saw it and followed me, and obviously, so I didn't know what was happening. And I was just breathing hell heavy. I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm fucked. I think I was even yelling because I was just didn't know what was happening. And my mate was like trying to calm me down, like helping me breathe because that's that's um how you get through it, sort of thing. Like some of my mates saw it and they're like fucking trying to call the <laughs> trying to call the um ambulance and stuff. Like they thought I was just fucked. Um, and then I had, I think some policemen came on and they're like, "Is he on anything? Is he on?" Anything? Like they thought I was on drugs. And I was like, well, "I'm not." <laughs> I'm 
I'm fine, I'm just fucked. Um, and then it took this random girl, a uh, random um, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say female. <laughs> Can't say female. Um, yeah, random woman walking down the street with her friends and she noticed, like, I don't know if she'd had it before, but she noticed me. And she's like, fuck, is he all right? And then she just told my mate, like, he's at, um, told my mate exactly what to do and end up with being all good. And I still appreciate that, Kano, mate. You're a fucking legend for doing that. I think that showed, like, he sat with me for an hour, maybe even an hour and a half, just making sure I was all good. So I know it's very important. And then, yeah, I've had that twice now, um, over a year ago. And I still never think, like, why that happened. One, I got bit by a dog, so maybe that was why. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But I never attached that label because you shouldn't. You, just because I have the, these anxiety or whatever attacks, non-anxious person. I just yeah, exactly. Like, just a little story. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great share. Um, talking about labels, when I was younger, I was actually told this by my mum because I'd, like, forgotten. But I went to the psychologist when my um when my mum and stepdad split up I'm pretty sure and I had these like emotional problems I've sort of alluded to them but um I think it's because what happened was I I got really upset I took everything personally like so personally like surface level like any anytime someone said saying it it would like I took it to the worst I took it to heart I I, t- I was looking I was offended by anything that was like sort of ambiguous like what someone said um I always thought it was about me um sort of thing and I do I remember my mum said I got diagnosed with this semantic pragmatic disorder which what <laughs> the fuck's that <laughs> basically semantic means like the meaning of words and pragmatic means like um the practical meaning of words so it basically meant like I didn't understand what words actually meant like I knew their what the, I didn't understand what they meant in context so, so I, I took things on the surface and I just, instead of understanding what a word's meant in a sentence and a context, I just took everything like so surface level and personal. Um, obviously, I'm not sure where all those things stemmed from, but like, it's funny because I see myself as someone who's really inept in the fact that I can, I'm good at um, understanding like what something means in a certain situation and picking up, and like, I guess I call it emotional intelligence and reading cues and understanding what words when people say things what it means but like i don't look at saying like that being given that label i don't think okay or now i can't like ever believe that i have um skills it's weird like so you've been given this label long time ago yeah yeah but still you still got the label and now you're the complete opposite like you can read all these cues you can you know the meaning Um, yeah and it's and i reckon for a long time when I had these, like, emotional issues. It's the, the problem, I find it hard. Like, I, I would love to tell more of these stories, but I honestly, my brain sort of... I don't, know, I don't know if it's repression or the fact that I'm just totally, like... Just don't remember a lot of the, lot of the stuff. How old were you? Probably, it was more primary school, so, like, yeah. 12, 10. It's pretty young. <laughs> yeah. Um funny you always get <laughs> you might lose track of thought and you just feel this well i don't know about you but you just get this pressure to remember which i hope you do remember what you wanted to say no but you're right uh i feel i feel more comfortable like 
I get more comfortable with the yeah. science. Like, but I know what you mean. There's been times where I've had early. I'll tell you what. I've had early interviews, and we'll relate this back to mental phys- and mental health because, it, like, this is the whole thing. I think a lot of mental health issues stem from. But there's like a silence, and everyone just interprets silence as like a bad, a bad thing, and it's similar to like with boredom. It's like, oh, you're bored. Like, oh, I have to do something. Bored's a pretty bad word, eh? I don't like it because. Yeah, I just don't like it. The whole idea, because we talk about dopamine overstimulation. Like, we're all constantly trying to do, saying, get these, go on our phones, get these hits, eat food, like, get all these short term pleasures. And then when it's like we have all these spikes and then suddenly we stop doing things, we crash. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, I remember being a kid and you, like, this is different because when you're a kid, you've got a lot of energy and. You want to do things all the time. But I just remember nagging my mum. Like, mum, I'm bored. But it'd been like five minutes and I just, like, <clears throat> from just eating or whatever it was. I can't remember, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> it just shows, like, I don't know, it's, bored's the wrong word because no one can just sit in their own silence and peace and just, I, I guess, just be peaceful. Well, some yeah, there's a lot of spiritual people who do that. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying everyone, but you know, there'd be a lot of people out there. The vast majority, we can't. I I struggle to do it. Oh, I wish I could just my my like for me, I do it best at the beach. But even then, you're not really like you are, but you're not. I still get to like watch waves and watch the sunset. Or when so when do you, so you do it best then in nature? Mm. I find I do it best when I'm in the sun. Like out in the grass in the sun. Mm. What you just lay there? So I'll sometimes just stretch because this is my problem. I'll tell you my problem. It's like I'm really like you know how Braden came in the show and talked about how like oh he sit here in like tight hips and he talked about oh, like oh he has to be constantly stretching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like bro, I get that too. And oh I, really? Like not just with hips, but like little things. So like, I'll give you an example today. Like, I wanted to walk early, so I was walking, but I was like, oh, I had to read this thing uni so i was walking on the treadmill but i was i brought my uni notes on there and it was just so like inefficient it was shit but it was just the fact that i think a lot of it does come from the fact that i was i was poorly organized so i was i was rushing mm. and then i was just trying to cram everything in um and it's, uh, it's the the link between this and the mental health is like i think a lot of us don't have a plan for mental health and it's not like i'm saying we make a plan but we don't know what to do like do I ha- like do I have a, this conversation when like when I feel down who do I talk to like a they lot don't of know how to improve it are you saying yeah I think there's a lot of confusion about how to improve it and like yes I'll post one thing that says do this but it's like maybe that doesn't apply to me like it's not yeah. everything applies to everyone it sort of brings it back to your running like if you want to get better run at running you obviously run but how do you do it? like there's steps to it um and obviously these steps would be easy you know you can you stretch and then go for a light jog and then you start your run i mean it's a bit more simple but then you put it into mental health <laughs> and you see what your work, brain just goes everywhere see what works for you it's like not every sport is going to be your sport mm. just like not every self-care activity or mel- mental health development tool is going to be for you you might not enjoy journaling but you might love deep conversations with a friend or breath work or breath work exactly something like that you might struggle to open up to people but you're really good at like reflecting and recording yourself speak so you can look back on it 
or you like expressing your feelings through artwork. It, all these little things that people sort of don't realize the the value in because they're so. It's like okay, it's like, I reckon this is what it could be like. It's like on mental health. If we're not talking about death and suicide, then it's not like related to um, improve improving ourselves. Like it's 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 we have these feelings like it's it's extreme rather than like okay, let's what are the, all the tiny things I can do throughout the day, like the steps to improve my mental. Health. It, it can be little things, and the reason it's powerful to do little things is because it's it's one. Um, it's not as hard because it's just a little thing. Yeah. Um, two, you're consistent throughout the day, so it, it help keeps you in that like steady eb- like um, middle ground. So you're not just like feeling shit. Mm. Good conversation, you're feeling really good. Mm. Feeling sh- it's it keep, keeps you in that middle ground. Um, and three, it's just so many ways that you can do it. So I'm trying to think of things that that I do. I think so. I'll give you a few examples just. To, I would love to hear what other people do but for self-care things like so there's everyone talks about journaling but I need to get into journaling more and and see how that can work for me but some things I do it's just trying everything isn't it yeah I'm trying to you're not going to know if it works for you until you try it but I think a lot of it having to know if journaling works for you until you journal and I think a lot of us give up too quickly with these things bit of persistence yeah and that's where, like I said, you learn along the way. Oh, that's what you were saying before. When you said, um, like, do the little stuff, often people will wait till it's almost too far gone. They're, they're, they're at the very end of the scale, and that's when they start thinking that suicide's the only option. Yeah. Um, don't know really where I'm going with that, because I did have something, but... Fucking <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It almost things get out of hand. That's when they well they wait till things get that far before they start working on it. It's do like you think a lot of it? I can't speak for everyone, but do you think a lot of it is the fact that when people are feeling a little bit down, they almost feel like it's not enough to ask for help and work on it because it's just not what they associate with mental health struggles, and they feel like it's not worthy of and a lot of people being bad. Yeah, and a lot of people do feel like their problems are insignificant. and that Because if someone doesn't feel worthy as a person, which a lot of it is... If someone doesn't feel worthy of a problem, how, why are they going to speak up about their issues? Because they don't even feel like their problems are worth any value to anyone. And that's where a lot of people struggle to speak up because it's like... It, it's such a self-perpetuating problem because if worthlessness and a lack of love for yourself is at the root of... um some of these mental health problems and to and, and and then they don't feel like they're they can speak up because to speak up does require a little bit of like mm. self-love and self-belief like oh I can get better but it's that helplessness that they feel which prevents them from speaking up yeah it's like, like breakups is a good example because a lot of people go through breakups like a lot and so Say a person's struggling through the breakup, they might not feel like that problem's worthy of speaking to to their friend or whatever. Um, especially, especially with men, like especially with men, they don't want to you know share their problems because they just you know they think it's not that important. 
well, to them, they think it's important, but to other people, they just don't think it's that important. They think that that's really important. You know what I mean? Yeah, thinking of my relationship experience, this is like, the first one's always the hardest, especially. Mm. I don't know. Everyone's got a unique experience, so I can only speak for myself, but I think when you when you believe, like, you've given yourself to someone, like, everything as, like, as sort of, like, a naive teenager, you think that it's going to last forever. Mm. And... Some of them do, mate. Come on. Yes. <laughs> some of them do. Some of them do. But when you do break up, it's sort of like losing a part of yourself. I think that's the thing, especially as a teenager. You're two halves and you make the one, the whole, when it should be two holes and you're both in like your own lane, but you're driving at the same speed. Yeah. On hopefully the same road. Yeah. It shouldn't just be, you know, you're in the same car. You shouldn't be in the same car, same seat sort of thing. Yeah. And that's when it can unravel, especially when it might all end. We, yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of an analogy. <laughs> Driving for the same Formula One team. Fucking car. Different <laughs> car. <laughs> so Cars, many good mate. analogies. Are. But if you are s- struggling, you would think of it like, this is how I start to think of it sometimes. It's like, if I'm feeling shit, so I felt average today, and it's like, I just don't think, it's almost that silence thing to an extent, isn't it? We don't want to sit with those feelings or thoughts. But should we have to? Like, because a lot of... This is the whole problem with the mental health thing. Um, it's like we want... Everyone says we want silence, like, be comfortable with that. But then it's like don't accept inaction, get shit done. It's like this whole... I think there's just confusion. And... And men especially, I don't think men have a lot of clarity around their purpose and like what they're meant to do and how they're meant to act, how they're meant to be. How can they improve them? There's so much confusion. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> ways myself and then to help others. It's not fucking black and white at the moment. The best thing about life is <laughs> there is no right answer. There's no you're meant to do this and you're not meant to do that. Obviously, certain <laughs> situations, yeah. But you can't. Just gonna go down a rabbit hole if but I start. Think that. about this. Do you know how some people are really like, um, like have a good physique, good athletic. So like, we look at their physical health. It's like, okay, that's they're fucking in good shape, and they get there in this ex- really extraordinary, their own unique way. Mm. Um, and then some, and with, and then some people try and copy that, and it doesn't work. It's like with your mental health. Some people are like, oh, I do this thing, it works for me, but it might not work for them. And it's with the whole mental health thing, sometimes one thing doesn't work for us and then we think, oh, and then some, I think this can happen for some people. It's like one thing doesn't work for them and they don't feel like they're worthy of trying other things. How good silence. (laughs) I'm going to appreciate silence from now on. (laughs) Because people that might listen to this, they might see they're going to get bored yeah. if we go silent. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes silence is good. I actually like that. Yeah. Different. You can... Here's a good test. It's always like if you're having a conversation with someone or you're anywhere and you do have silence, right? A lot of the time you're going to have like this self-talk straight away. Sometimes like then, like I didn't even have any self-talk. It was just like quiet. Like I didn't, I wasn't really thinking, but it can really tell you where your, your mind identification is. Like where your ego, like where if you're like, if you're comfortable with the present or like you're so time bound, like if, if you, if there's silence and you're suddenly thinking about the past or thinking about the future, it really shows you're not in the present because you're 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 not in the moment. Because every any time you're thinking about the past or thinking about the future, you're not in the present. Correct. So if there's silence and you start thinking, okay, what am I going to say next? What does that mean? You're not in the present. Mm. But I know what you're going to say. Like, oh, well, if I'm in a big audience giving a huge speech. Yeah, because right now I'm thinking of what I'm going to say. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I've got it in my head, actually. But how much better is it? We talk about in the um, the jet episodes how conversations flow so naturally. Yeah, you don't have to think. It's just a conversation you, know why? you speak from Do the you heart. know why? It's because you're not thinking about what I want to say next because the pressure's off because there's another person. So you're listening. And then yeah. guess what? You're, you're listening. And then you can just have a conversation. It's not hard. But I think a lot of people struggle on podcasts and saying, I've improved that because they don't listen. It's like, how can you respond in in a in a way and build upon a conversation if you're not listening and you think thinking about what to say next? But it's like what sh- you should say next should just be natural. It's conversation. Yeah. We're talking about stuff that's not even that difficult. We're not talking about nuclear physics and <laughs> shit that's we're talking we about. Not? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. But nah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. That's that's such a good way to. Put but it. if we didn't have the silence, I wouldn't have come up with that thought. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's the benefit of having that silence. Well, what I was thinking of. And I've seen a few videos on this now, but they talk about uh, the smartest person in the room is often the most silent. And when you think about that sort of saying, it's it's probably true because they can just sit in in their own thoughts, just listening to what people are saying around them or whatever. And they'll hear people blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. You know, they might prove they're right or that, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. And then they're just thinking to themselves, like they're probably even having a conversation to themselves, but they're still sitting in silence. I don't know. It's a weird one. Well, it's like with the physical analogy, it's like how many people do things but don't tell everyone about it. Well, and then the people who do tell people about it, it's like why? Because they want validation, I guess. Which is, yeah. They're trying to, yeah, that's a fucking good one. They're trying to seek validation from others because they don't feel validated by themselves. Whereas the person who's silent in the room, they are validated, they're comfortable, they love themselves. I feel so. I so that's an angle. Yeah. Well, some it's it's different things. Like some people love to post on these things because they just it's the competitive nature. But for me, like I'm doing more running than I have done. And I'm not posting anything and I just don't care. But it's just because I'm being who I want to be and I'm secure in myself. Yeah, that's Whereas before it was like... I'm not trying to prove anything. I, d- I don't... But it's like, you talk about proving things, but the only th- thing I'm trying to prove in life is to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I should have finished it. But yeah. Yeah, you're not trying to prove anyone else. Exactly. Because... 
this all does the mental health this conversations always circle back to the meaning of life but mm. but I think what happens is a lot of men and this is why I think a lot of men um you know, unfortunately you see all the statistics is they just feel so lost and men want to have purpose and impact on people's lives mm. I was listening to some really good podcasts speaking about how you know men feel so much purpose and um sort of that inner value when they can positively impact people's lives so how's this when people start feeling down they disengage from people they stop helping other people they stop having conversations and all these micro positive influences they're having are taken away from them and they just spiral further and further down they disconnect from friends family and it just gets worse and worse and they eventually like get to help that person make them you know feel better if there was only a way when we struggle, we if there was only a way when we do go through difficult things that we could teach ourselves to be comfortable enough to speak up. That's why I think there's so much. That's why I love this whole like awareness and advocating for mental health and like just ch- getting rid of the stigma stuff. So when people are struggling a little bit, it's just dealt with then and there. Like, oh, they're going through a bit of anxiety period. It's like, like thinking about why you feel that way, what caused it. Um, and just sort of dealing with everything then and there, not like... Because what happens is, this is the hardest thing, and we talk about clarity. Everyone has all these these thoughts and feelings that build up over time. It's really hard to identify what caused it because there's so many variables. So if you deal with things as they come, I'm noticing the more I deal with things as they come, I'm really able to identify what caused what. And only then you can improve. It, it only then you can be really sure that if you fix something or imp- work on something, you can get the benefit from it. It's like with you can link that to yeah. any sort of physical training. You're just tackling that one thing at that one time instead of everything coming at you. Yeah, it's, cool. it's like it's like for your physical health in a positive sense. Let's just say you're this fit, but you suddenly start walking every morning. You suddenly start Pilates. You suddenly start gym. It's like, and then you, let's say. For argument's sake, you don't get injured and you get this really good physique, really happy with yourself, you'd be like, what do we attribute that to? Like, I, you don't actually, there's so many things that were in there. And I think this is, I'm guilty of doing this myself when it's, whether it's with supplements or mental health, we start one thing and then we just do everything, start everything at once. And we start too many things at once and we don't know what actually caused what. And then we just, we take one out and we're like, and we, and then we take one thing out because we're like, oh, that might not have even um, got us to where we were, but we just don't have that awareness of what's good for us. And we just don't really know ourselves. We don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. 100%. 100%. Yeah, like I say, like, cause I think that allows you to be more consistent as well when you just do that one thing. And then, you know, once you, have that one thing down pack, you start another thing. But when you do five things, Pilates, fucking gym, running, uh, to be fair, you can you can do all them. But, you know, it gets a lot on your plate as well. And then when you don't stay consistent, you know, you can drop off. And then you can, you might even just drop off all of them. I don't know where I'm really going with you that. You become more skillful at it. Yeah. You just, it's like with, let's say with, a self-care mental health activity, let's say like conversations, right? We're getting a lot better at these conversations, navigating our own thoughts, feelings, reflection. You're Think about how you're reflecting more. You're getting better at it, which makes 
when you're feeling down, you're able to think about things better, have more clarity. It's, if whatever self-care activity you have, sometimes people are like, okay, I'm not feeling good. I do these things to make me feel better. And it's almost like, oh, what can I add to it? Like what new thing can I do to add rather than what can I improve with what I already do? Mm. There's so much like emphasis with what more can I do rather than what can I do more with what I already have comes back to that whole gratefulness thing. Like we're not, it's being more efficient and improving with the growth mindset of what we do have. It's the, it's that whole lacking mindset, isn't it? We always, I I don't know. I don't know if it's a hunter gatherer thing. We always think we're lacking. We're always striving for more. It's like, it's like we're living with in fear of not having enough and we're chasing and chasing. Mm. And then it's, I don't, because I don't know if there's anything inherently wrong with ch- like wanting more and stuff like that. It's just with mental health, it's like you, when happiness becomes the goal, that's when you stop living. Happiness is a serious rabbit hole. That is, that opinion. is. But when we talk about mental health, right? Okay, here's a good. I'm interested. So we talk about mental health and we link it to physical health, but it's like. What's the one thing we haven't spoken about that is so like, it's not the elephant in the room because it's almost like it's fuck. It's just saying you don't think about, but when, when people go into the gym and they work in their physical health, it's almost like, what is the goal? If you don't have a goal, like it's really like, where are you going? Like what, what you're on a road, a journey, but to where? So with our mental health, I think a lot of us are like, Okay, yeah, I want to feel better. It's like, oh, I want to look better in the gym. Like, who wouldn't? But like, for what end? For what end? So with mental health, it's like, for what end do you... Like some people, it's like, I just don't want to feel shit anymore. So just coming back to that, like, absence of pain. Whereas for some people, it's like, I want to be really happy. I want to feel worthy. You know what I mean? 100% I know you... Yeah. So the goal... It's so much easier to see a goal in the physical sense of things. Because you like it's you tangible, know, you can see, you can see that you have a yeah, fucking six pack. You see that you now weigh eighty five kilos. You can see all those things, but you can't. You know, can feel good mental can, health. Can you see a happy smile. You can see it to an extent, yeah. But how many people under a laughing, funny smile do, is there just pain? A lot. And how many people are just like, oh, I, I think of BK. Never suspected. Oh him. man! So you can't ever judge a book by its cover. Oh yeah, and it's like with mate, the physical 100%. health thing as well. All these people rip physiques, right? Like, oh, here's the perfect one. Mm. We'll make sure we say women, but you see these women who, like, uh, you talk about with, uh, looked apparently that stereotypically look like perfect, and they might have eating disorders, right? Mm. Yep. They might look that way, but underneath they're not healthy. They're not. Giving, they're not feeding themselves properly. Mm. They're not um, nourishing their bodies with proper food. So you know, physically, they they look yeah a, like good, but underneath the surface, like, is it actually good? Yeah, and the same thing with like mental health. It's like um, that's why you can't just see like a happy smile and think that it's all all good. And that, that person's okay. Yeah, because it's not good to not you know to be skipping lots of meals a day. Vomiting up your food, that's not good. But you might look good. Yeah. 
definitely a topic I don't know that much on about. But yeah. I, I see the link. I think as I, see the link. I think just for anyone listening, it's more like trying to find clarity with who you want to be so that when we when you talk and you're trying to work on like this mental health mindset, whatever sort of thing, you're taking steps towards that. I think a lot of us are stabbing in the dark. It's like, yeah, I'll journal, but it's like no one – we don't think enough about like why and, and for what end. Like for me – because this is the only way I can I can only speak for myself. It's like, what am I doing all this stuff for? I really want to become so comfortable and content that just living and existing is just so, f- like, fun. Like, it's just so... Like, it is, but it can... Like, I just know I'm not at that optimal state yet. Where I just wake up and it's just like... You just walk outside and you're just so happy. I still wake up, walk outside, and it's just not... Not yet. It's not there. I'm not there yet. Um... But to an extent, not every day you can percent oh, wake up like, fucking oath, <laughs> let's go. Here we go. 6 a.m., let's do it all again. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? But oh, mate, 100%. Just ex- like, with the, uh, like when there's silence, like I'm not comfortable enough with silence and it's almost like I'm chasing something. And there's nothing wrong with wanting more and I'm all about taking action, but it's having that confidence on the journey. So... Yeah, we were, talk, we were talking just before about the goals, um, how you can see the tangible goals. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what are goals that people can have, like, in the mental health space? It's so, that's why, like I said, say I want to be happier because it's so individualistic. Like? It's for some people who are struggling with, like, depression, it's just trying to get to that return to baseline sort of thing. Mm. Um, I think it's just got to be a way of living that you're really, you really enjoy. So like setting up your life in a way that it's how you want to live, like whether that's, but are we talking like internal, like internal mental, like internal mental health, like how do I want to feel or like how do I want to live my life? Like does it come back to like purpose and way of living and, and all that? Or do you mean like goals with mental health? It's like, okay, I want to improve, um, I want to improve, like, going – I want to improve my journaling or, like, I want to improve my self-talk. I want to be able to navigate my thoughts and feel, I want my mindfulness to be better. Is those sort of the mental health goals you mean? Sort of even just stripping it back a bit more because you're talking about, like, emotions. Yeah. And things you can feel, but even if you just go, like – so someone doesn't want to feel shit anymore. What's a goal that can that I can get that's like achievable to get me back on the right, um, you know, back on the right road? But I think it's so powerful how you frame frame things because how you think about things is how you're going to feel about them, and how you feel about things is is ultimately going to influence how you act on them. So if we look upon these negative feelings as an undesired state, that's how we think about it. Then we're going to feel scared because we're in that state and then it's going to become a self-perpetuating thing rather than if we can like learn to embrace this negative t- negativity, understand that feeling down can be good for us in the long run, maybe being able to identify what caused it and remedying any potential underlying causes and just all we did, we didn't change the actual experience at all. 
nothing changed. We all changed is how we interpreted it, how we perceived it, and then we, how we acted on it because it changed how we felt about it. A lot of it is that, I think. That is. Nothing is good nor bad. Mm. Thinking makes it so. William Shakespeare. <laughs> That's true. No, I actually really like that one. Yeah. But no event. Like... It's so <laughs> no, nothing that ever happens, but it's so like hard to detach. And do you know how someone said detach from the outcome? Mm-hmm. It's it's the same thing with like the whole meaning of situations. So how fucking hard is it to detach? I don't like when when like I love the saying, but when I sometimes that pisses me off when someone says saying it's like mm, it's way easier said than done. But how like it's the how that's always the hardest, isn't it? The what, I think a lot of people understand the what with mental health or a lot more. Like, talk about your feelings, have conversations, like, do exercise for your mental health, get better sleep. Everyone knows the, like, a bit more of the what. Yeah, they just don't know how. How to be consistent with it. How to start. We need Tom Eames' quote. <laughs> Tom Eames. <Yeah. laughs> I was actually thinking about Tom Eames' quote the other day. Oh, like, yeah. Because I want to start, like, my TikTok up. Yeah. And I was, I was, you know, going back and forth in my own, um, my own head. And then Tommy Ames just came chirping in. <laughs> you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And I think that's just going to stick with me from now on, I guess, to start. Mm. Obviously, that's a whole other topic. But I find starting things easy. I'm really good at trying new things with mental health. I'm just, I'm not as good at sticking with things. But Oh, mate. It's, ha- it's hard, though. Like, you can't act like it's easy to stick with something because it's not. It's, that's the challenge. It's probably easy to start things, but it's hard to keep with it. But the thing is, all the wa- things I've done for over two months, I've stuck with, so like cold showers, I've done that for like a year. Even things like intermittent fasting, where I just don't eat until a bit later in the day, like just little things like that, um, not eating late at night. Um, but do you... Do you know why gym sales go up so much on January 1st? Yeah. And this is actually, there's proof to this. Yeah, I know. Obviously, yeah. news resolutions. News resolutions. So people start and then gym's fucking cashing up and then they might go for a month or whatever. But the motivation dies off and that's when probably the discipline needs to kick in. No, do you know what I really hate? Yep. <laughs> It was early December. I don't know the context, but someone was talking about this whole gym thing. Mm. Early December, and they're like, "Oh, January first, yeah, I'll start on January." <laughs> no, that that was me as well. Like, oh, I've done it. I've, I fuck. It. So no, ex- no, like just trying to take care of their health. It's just like people do it all the time. Like, I'll start in a couple of weeks. Like, like I have mates. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even know if they'll listen. But like, talking about like, oh, I don't want to drink for like two months to try what you did. And they're like, oh, I'll start in like two weeks after this, this, this. And it's always like going to be like that. There's always something coming up. There's always an excuse. Yeah, there's always an excuse. But like an example of this, so like I've swum every day of the year. And that was one of my um, New Year's resolutions, if you want to say. But in the New Year's resolutions, I also had, I want to do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups or maybe just 100 push-ups a day. And I probably got maybe like two and a half, three months in. And then all it took all it took was one day where I was like, nah, I, I can't. I think we're starting footy or something. I was just like, no, nah, I'm fucked, I can't. And that's all it took, one day, and then I haven't done it since. 
So Even though if you did a hundred the next day, it would have in the it would have been instead of it being what thirty six how many thirty six thousand five hundred would have been thirty six thousand four hundred. Is that right? Or is it three thousand six hundred? <laughs> no, no, it's it's thirty six thousand. So oh, hang on, that's a lot of push-ups. Instead of doing, if you stuck to it for the whole year, it would be thirty six thousand five hundred versus thirty six thousand four hundred. If you wrote that, no one would know yeah. the difference between versus how many end up doing. Yeah, probably a couple of that, two thousand. Yeah. yeah, and you look at thirty two. 36,000 versus 2,000. Yeah, so I let one day get in my head or in my... That's the motivation versus discipline sort of thing. Yeah, I was disciplined and I was motivated for a certain period. And then one day I decided not to be disciplined with that because I felt sore or whatever. I didn't have time. I didn't want to. It's it's resilience then. Like like with the failure, you thought one failed day means one failed journey mm. yeah yeah that it, also, it also came back to the thing of like trying to do too much and i'm not saying it's hard to go for a swim every day it's it's not really like in the scheme of things but when you know, i had to do both right took a lot more time and effort yeah should have done the push-ups on the beach in the water <laughs> no i used to do them in like sets of 20 because i'm not that good yeah, it's all right. Then, you can do a hundred straight. It's pretty impressive. Anyone can do that. Mm. Thinking, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking about like why I started this, and over the past few weeks, it's become a lot more clear to me. So, through um, starting this podcast with you, like getting coming on to the show, the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's that from? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so getting <laughs> coming onto the Brooklyn show, um, and I guess being vulnerable and having these conversations with you and Tommy. And people, so people might not listen to this podcast, which sucks, but it's it's sort of fun because you get to make reels out of it and people like things when it's easy and given to them. So you get to give it to them on Instagram and it's easy. It's 10 to 30 seconds and they can watch it and, you know, feeds their brain. <laughs> it's not It's not boring. And then... So you've had people watch these, plenty, like a fucking like. How many likes do you have? Two million or whatever. No, I have two million. Oh, you have two million. Two hundred thirty thousand. Oh, two hundred thirty. We had seven hundred thousand views on your seven hundred twenty thousand views. Yeah, that's a lot. So that's 80, a lot. Eighty-five thousand likes on a video. Okay. That you you spoke about. Yeah. So pe- a lot of people have seen that, and all it took was one video. So what I'm trying to say is, I've had people coming up to me. And starting these conversations with me. And that's, like, I didn't realise starting this at the time, but now I do. Like, I fucking love that because I think it shows that people see me as a guy that they can come to and feel comfortable talking about these harder topics, if you um, if you will. And I, f- 
I think it makes me even oh, more driven because I want more people to think the same. Oh man, that's huge. That's what this is exactly for me. It's like I have to drive the standard now. I'm pre- for me like I'm I've got a whole mental health account like with mindset. Imagine like think about Prime Train. Like he's do you know how he's like really into his stuff now? Like the thirty day challenges yeah. and stuff. It's because like and he just wrote a post tonight and he's talking about like how he started to lose respect for himself, like, because he was a personal trainer. It's, like, the same thing with me, but for, like, this stuff. If I'm not, like, wired in, like, it makes me just feel, like, almost, like, not, it's not the word cow, a fraud? I almost feel like yeah. a bit of a fraud. Yeah, if yeah. I'm if I'm preaching, do this, do this, and I'm just li- being a bit lazy and not sticking to what I believe in, I just feel like I'm not preaching um, what I'm... Oh, mate, 100%. I feel the same, because I... Like I come on here and I say stuff which I do believe in and it comes from the heart. But then I can't just go back out and do the opposite. Like I've got to stick to like I've got to stick to who I want to be and I say on this podcast who I want to be. So when I get off this podcast, I need to try my best to, you know, stay on that road. Fuck we love a car. You know, <laughs> it always comes back to the road. <laughs> Um, but I think what when you do the video and it goes like quite viral and people come up to you, geez, I wish that could happen for everyone. Oh, and <laughs> unfortunately, you know, most of the time, um, it takes alcohol to do it because that, I guess, the fear of coming up to me and like these are these are absolutely randoms I've never met. And some people I've met, but not Do as you know, close to. The thing I lo- the, um, with the alcohol is like when you do have alcohol, it stops your brain from stopping you because what happens is there's impulse control. Yep. So when you have alcohol, your inhibitory control is weakened. So basically you do what you want to do. So if we're having these, con- these difficult conversations and these opening chats and people are being vulnerable when they're drunk, what does that mean? Means we means we want, want to, do, to it, do it, but we just we're stopping ourselves for some reason. It's the fear. It has to be the it fear. It is the fear. Fear of what so though? Judgment. That it has to do with other people because fear. Yeah, fear of what other people are going to think of me because I jump into. Th- it, yeah, it comes back to a few things like the title of mental health. People not feeling comfortable with themselves to talk about it and. Even just to put that stuff on your social media, people like they don't want to be that. Fuck! It's all about titles. Yeah, they like, don't want to be titled as that no mental health guy. It's like, yeah. What, but what do you mean? I'm just being. Nor- I'm just being a human being, talking about how's the topic. How many people do you reckon have seen posts that I've done and have loved it, but have not commented? Hundred percent. Because they're yeah. Fuck. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just avoiding the negative because I don't really give a fuck. But how many people would resonate with this stuff and like fuck? I just, I really feel that. Don't sometimes people wouldn't even like it or even. It's not that I'm blank, like saying oh, I'm not just trying to get engagement from people, but I'm genuinely I do this too. Like it comes back to the whole. It's you know how he said it's difficult to receive compliments, but it's, it can be really difficult to give compliments to people, and especially with people we don't know, like strangers, like whole coming up to people like oh man, I really like, I love what you're doing. Like you're another human being that looks like he's vibing with my. Sort of wavelength. Let's have a let's have a chat. It's just 
What is that? Uh, that's, funny. Well, that's one thing I've been really good at lately. And it, it is a lot easier to do behind your phone. Like, it's a lot easier. But I've just, like, it's probably, you know, not the best thing. But I Baby watch, steps, though. Yeah, I watch a lot of TikTok. And I'll, my favourite videos to actually go on are the ones that don't have a lot of comments. So I'll, uh, under 10 or under 20. Because then they're going to see the comment and they will, you know, engage with it. And I'll, I'll just click on the comments, see what the comments are. And you know what? If, it doesn't really matter. But if they are negative, I'll, f- I'll definitely, like, give them a positive comment. It doesn't even really matter. I'll give them a positive comment no matter what. Because it all comes back to you can't lose. Like, this comment is not going to make anyone feel worse. It can only make someone feel better. It can only bring positivity, I guess. Butterfly effect. Um, do, do you reckon people hide in the big comment sections? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. So once it gets to a certain bit, people feel a lot more comfortable to comment. Because it's almost like, no one will there's say almost it. like that external validation of what they're preaching. Mm. Like, even though, if like I, I just ima- imagine tomorrow we wake up, right? Different reality and I have 50,000 followers. Mm. There would be way more people that I know now that would be commenting. Hundred oh, percent. Oh, so you're saying this? Yeah, okay. It's not that they don't. It, they probably have. They might have a similar level of um, belief in the message, but it's just the the giver of the message that, that doesn't. They don't believe it has that external recognition yet. I think Harry's very good at it as well. Actually, Harry Harry doesn't mind commenting. He, I I just I I just comment on things like I'm pretty like. The whole like I don't really give a fuck if if I yeah if you like if I love a video should. like. That's the whole point. Yeah, what's <laughs> Why are people overthinking it? Yes, fuck. It actually comes back to overthinking what other people are going to think. Like, oh, fuck, if I say this, who's going to say it? What are they going to think? When in reality, it should just be like... Wasn't that the oh, whole I point? like that video. Wasn't the whole point of social media? Share things, get people's honest, like, to connect with other people. Like, oh, here's what I'm doing. Oh, I love what you're doing. Like, not like... Post what uh, post things that I think other I do. I'm guilty of this. Like I'll try and select things that I know people are gonna resonate with, and then I'm thinking, what should I caption so that it's like that pleases other people? Um, what and then people start thinking, okay, what can I comment? Like I know people are gonna see this. Like I just love that's when when you meet authentic people, it's just they just hit differently, don't they? Like people who are themselves, you can. So, I guess yeah, I start. Like I see through it a lot more, and that, I guess when we talk about who do you want to be, like that sort of thing, I guess that's the sort of person I want to be. Is like just authentic. I guess that's the word I was looking for, and I, maybe I haven't fully discovered that Egan Brooks authentic, authenticity. But oh, how else are you going to no, get? It takes time. Yeah. But what, okay, I'm, ju- I'm still thinking about the comments for some reason. Yeah, yeah. women are so good at it. But how but much is that's so yeah, like they're so good at with their friends when it's comfortable and easy and and this is sort of stupid topic to talk about because we're talking about fucking social media comments like that should not be a big deal at all. It, you should just be able to write whatever you want on there. More positive, hopefully. It's a weird thing. But how many um piss take TikToks do you see where they're like talk about 
the girls and the boys. Have you seen them recently where it's like at high school, it's like um, the girl will be like hell nicer than you girl as soon as she walks off. Oh. They talk shit. And then with the blokes, it's like it's just trying to see like, oh, do you play footy? Did you see that? Like, you play yeah. footy? Oh, yeah. Did what? you send that in? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe I saw it. It was like yeah. the one in Melbourne, like, yeah, you play footy? Yeah, one of the boys, like, lads, come meet this bloke. Yeah, and everyone gets around him. And then it's the, and then you see the girls and they're like, oh, nice to meet you. And then they just go and bitch about her. Yeah. Is that a stereotype? <laughs> I don't know. But. Oh, I don't know. It's. That's where, like, for me, like, reflecting on this whole thing, my values are just honesty, like, as tough as it can be, like, fuck, there's nothing worse than, like, being lied to. And then finding out, like, just honesty, like, I don't care. Like I said, I've said this before, like, I don't care if I'm not good enough or, I'm not like, I, or, like, it isn't, I just want to know. And that's where the whole, like, I want to get the most out of myself in sport because, like, I don't really care if I'm not enough, but. What is enough? It's you just always on. Yeah, it's just try, it's just trying my being as good as I can be. If that doesn't stack up, well, at least I uh, tried. Yeah, if you never. Tr- Maybe that's the whole mental health thing. We oh, I think fuck, I didn't think of it like this, but the whole cynicism blanket. You like have to explain what that means. <laughs> I failed English. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost so like being cynical is like ex- thinking people. Um, not, it's not like thinking the worst, but believing there's not good intentions. So, like, the c- cynicism safety blanket is what Chris Williamson talks about. Um, and he talks about how we don't try things because then we don't have to fail. Oh, I think I've seen this one. Yeah, so I spoke about it. And I think with mental health, it's the whole, if you never try, you never fail. The whole self-development. And it's like no one wants to take the red pill of self-development and become the best versions of themselves because... Ignorance is bliss. Like as long as you're not trying, you're not failing, and you're not. As soon as you set a standard, if you're not living to that standard, it's just you don't feel as good. And trust me, I'm I'm living that right now. But it. But is it also about being a sheep? By not. By just not. Um, by just ignoring it. Yeah. Because there's comfort in the herd. Oh, the comfortability in the herd. It, see how simple it is when we like, when you can put it into words. Analogies, yeah, like. But then it's also not simple. But then, but then, yeah, I know. But think about this: if you're if you're a sheep in the herd, you're never going to be special. <laughs> and that, and to me, to be special isn't to be have money, have that. It's to be authentic for me. So if you can be authentic, like a really kind genuine person and live it like your passions in life whatever with business whatever like and you're authentic with who you are like you're different from the rest of the people because so much of the world is just molded to how it's it's so funny when you start diving deeper in your thoughts and so you say you're different but everyone's different but but are they actually different because then you get the sheep. I think everyone's different, but they're sa- the same in the fact that they're not who they actually want. It, they want to be. You know what I mean? So like, when they're they different. Like they're manifestations of different, but underlying that is the same sort of cowardice that prevents them from being 
the best version of themselves. So what you're telling me here, Egan, is uh, we have to be drunk 24-7 so we can all get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't maybe, have... Maybe when we do the, um, you know, the, the setup in the city or whatever. We the city? What's he look No, like when we go to our... Like the thing in the city or wherever we set it up. What do you mean? The factory? No. What are you talking about? Oh, this little the live podcast, the live potty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll bring a bottle of potty, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll offer free shots so they can fucking body for body for the potty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just oh, it shouldn't take the alcohol. Yeah, that's annoying. But it's like the running thing. Like I've built up recently with with longer runs, and my body's my body's becoming more resilient. Same thing with like. Mental health, you have these conversations, you experience pain, you, you're, you're armoring your body, you're bulletproofing yourself. And a lot of us just, it's just, we, it's how we think of our experiences and our f- the frameworks that we, the, the mindset. It's like instead of like, oh, I'm a victim mindset, like, I went through this pain, my life's going to be shit, I'm worthless. It's finding value in the difficult times and the lessons you can learn. Someone said a quote, it was like, you're not failing if you're still trying. Like, As long as you're still in the game, it's like the whole healthy thing. It's like, it shouldn't be an objective. It should just be a way of living. Like, like, like instead of being like, I want to be healthier. It shouldn't be like that. It should, I want to be healthy. It's just saying that you are, your identity. And that's the whole thing with mental health. It shouldn't just be like, Oh, I'm having a mental health struggle. Fix this. Complacency sets in. Back to where you were. Same with fitness. That's why the whole analogy is important because that people understand that they lose their fitness. You know, you use it or lose it sort of with muscle. Same thing applies to an extent in mental health. I think it... If you bring it like... We've harped on it quite a bit, but you can see when you might be putting on a bit of weight. Like you can see, you know, when you're getting a bit, you know, love handles. <laughs> <laughs> but can you see your mental health slowly deteriorating? Probably not. It might, it might take a certain event for you to realize that this is too far gone. You need to make a change. It's like that saying in the gym. It's like, go to the gym, look in the mirror, nothing changes. Next day, go to the gym, look in the mirror, nothing changes. These changes are so micro and over time that that's it's really difficult to capture an intangible thing like your mental health and be like, this is point A, this is point B, look how far I've come. For some people, it, it can because they were so dark. Mm. But for a lot of people in more... The midsection, that's why they... And a lot of the world is in the midsection and that's why a lot of the people don't do this stuff because... They think they're okay. Then Or they don't think... Or it, when they do it, it's hard to see progress because it's not, like, massive. And that they, they even might have improved, but then they stopped doing it because it just wasn't, mac- like, this big macro changes. It's as, lit- it's as literally as simple as having conversations like we're having right now. Yeah, you shouldn't have to have a podcast. That's why I'll tell you my 
my idea for after this episode, but because I because I want what we're having now just to be a thing. Yeah, it's a bit ambitious, but it shouldn't. No, no, it, fuck. It shouldn't be like. It, that's why we're having the conversations, and sometimes I do an episode like this, and I'm like, because I have to think back, and I'm like, fuck. Like, have I? Like, sometimes I get worried. I'm like, okay. This episode, like, it isn't some, like, I haven't done 10 hours of research. I haven't done, like, provided these, like, huge brain studies. Like, in my head, like, that is, because I've listened to a lot of human life. It's like, fuck, look how good his episodes are. It's like, maybe I just need some clarity on my purpose. And not every episode's going to be, like, some should just be conversation. vulnerable conversations where we talk about things because that is sort of the purpose. Like, normalizing these chats. And we're also helping ourselves and helping others just by having a human chat. I think we're sh- like we have we haven't done anything different. We haven't prepped for this at all. This has just been the least flat prep, out least prepped episode. This has just been a flat out chat, and we're sh- like sometimes these are almost better than the ones that sound better because but they have the stats and you know we're a bit more prepared or whatever. But these ones are actually better for people because we've just been. Talking. I, I don't know what it's going to sound back like, but I, I can tell it's just been good to get off my phone. It's fine. Oh, fucking earth. <laughs> I'm usually always on my phone this time. Yeah. I, I, that is one thing I need to... It's a night routine. Down. Set an alarm tonight to go to bed, not to wake up. Apparently that's a big thing. Set an alarm to go to bed. So you're like... Yeah, right. It's a massive thing for some people. I'm I'm trying it. Because, like, at night, it's time slips by. But if you have an alarm, like, fuck. It's time to go to bed. Yeah. It's like that, just like, yeah. Do you have an alarm when you wake up? Nah. So you just wake up when your body wants to? Yeah, but then what happens is light comes in. I should get up and I'm like, I'm going to go back to sleep for an hour. Wake up feeling shit. But at least you're honest. I know that. You could have just lied to me and said, yeah, I get up straight away. I think it's, yeah. I saw Prime talk about it and he said... Like with his thirty day um, challenges he's been doing, he's like, no one will ever know if I skip a day, but I'll know. I will know, and I can't live with that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's exactly how I feel about this stuff. And that's probably why I've been feeling a bit average because I think I've been lying to myself with a few little things, just like. It, yeah, it's, it's not even it's not I, even the big things, but that's the authenticity you're talking about. Like you need to be honest with yourself. That comes back to the being authentic, being honest with yourself. Like cause sometimes I feel like we want to be great, and fucking oath, we want to be great, but you can't just be great. Like you're gonna go up a few steps up the ladder, and then yeah, you might you might go down a couple, but like at least you're moving on that. Upwards trend Yeah It's like the whole Push up thing You miss a day It shouldn't have stopped me It hardly It probably doesn't even Set you back It probably helps <laughs> Probably helps from, some, from muscle growth <laughs> Yeah I know out. Fucking hell <laughs> oh, Man I tell you now I was fucking sore I was cooked But I don't think I can Like I'm excited For this outreach We'll finish By talking about This outreach Yeah October. I was hoping You'd yeah. mention that But we'll finish with that Because I was going to say Like I don't think I Imagine a year, the yearly challenges sounds so like not me, just because it's such a fucking grind. So you've done well. Um, I guess the, I guess you can call cold showers. I'd probably say I've got a ninety five percent hit rate with them. I didn't even do one this morning. That's probably why. 
Maybe that's why I had an off day. Maybe. Maybe. But um, I'm just excited to finish it so I can say I've done something. Yeah. I don't know. No, we'll talk about this outreach. Yeah, so it all started with, I guess we all, all of us are a bit like, you know, in this space now and want to create these conversations. But I think the powerful thing about, well, so Outreach October, basically, if, if you have no idea, it's we're going to, we're going to reach out to one person that we used to be closer with each day of October and just spark a conversation and um, just check in with how they're going and where their lives are going, just out of genuine curiosity, not just to not just to do it for pointlessly, just like because we genuinely pick these people because like we used to be close to them and we drifted over time. Not like we're not for me, I'm not going to be picking like enemies of people I didn't like. I'm going to be picking people that I used to be close with and for whatever reasons have drifted away. And just to sort of like, just because we like genuinely care um, and it would be nice to sort of like, I guess maybe, I don't even know where the conversation will go. That's where I haven't planned anything for that. A massive point to what we're doing as well. We're not doing it because it's a challenge. We're doing it because we want to message, like I guess it's it's almost an excuse to ourselves, but we want to have a reason to message people throughout this month. So. Like, if you do get a message, don't feel like we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like, we want to message you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm hoping... I'm actually probably going to try and pick people who don't find that shit. It's going to be awkward. Um, although I, I've already got one lined up. And it's, <laughs> a, it's a very confronting one. Yeah. No one will listen to this, but... Yeah. Yeah. The people we message probably won't listen to this. But, but um, mine is very confronting <laughs> i'm looking forward to it though it's been a while but i think it'll be i guess i can't comment on it we'll just wait till it happens and there's no point well, living yeah living. I've, I've done a couple now just because obviously what we're doing it's probably you know it's probably over and above what you need to do like every day that's fucking pretty excessive but <laughs> we're just we're just trying to prove a point but you know over the since starting with you, I, I will. People randomly enter my thoughts that I haven't seen in a, a long time, and in the past, because this has happened for like quite some time now. In the past, I sort of like I'll think about it, think about it. Oh no, nah, there's no point. Like, what, what am I going to get out of it? Like, they're probably just going to think it's weird me messaging them, so I'll just leave it. Fuck that. <laughs> why or why not I'll tell you what do you know how we talk about mental health like it's been hard to measure mm. I can in social settings like even walking out in public like my like ability to not give a fuck about my sur- surroundings has improved so much just being able to like if I'm with someone just be like be with them or like if I'm going somewhere for something it has improved so much just because like there's not this like anxiety and fear of other people. Um, I can I can feel that and remember like the improvement within myself. Um, and that's why I reckon it'd be cool to reach out to all these people because then by the end of October we would have reached out to is it thirty one days? Yeah, thirty one days. So we would have reached out to all thirty ninety. Yeah, at least yeah, ninety three people. But we're hoping you join. And so. then that's why I wanna make some cool templates. So I'll probably make like Five or six with just, but it will be so it'll be like you can, if you, you can forward it on through the Instagram thing to them. So it's like 
So it's pretty much like the whole message is written out for them, sort of. So some some of them will be. So it just sort of takes the awkwardness away from it. Oh, you know what I mean? So you'll be like, hey, go on, um, this month, like, I'll, I'll make them, I'll, make, I'll vary them, but it'll be like, in this month, like, through outreach October, like, we're going to message a few people you used to be close with, like, and then here's, like, want to check in with how you're going, like, I used to be close, like, for whatever reason, we drifted apart, but it would be really nice to have a little talk. And it just writes out a, a few conversations, so people will, oh, this one suits me, I'll message that to that person. Because I think a lot of people struggle to be like, what do I actually say? But on Sunday, I'll post all these, like, um, templates. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm keen to have the chats. Yeah, I'm excited. A bit nervous, but excited. My first one, I'm very nervous. <laughs> All right, I'll wrap it up. Um, but we'll see you, um in next episode. I don't know if I'm we'll be having an episode before Jet, but anyways, Jet will be soon. Jet is back. I'm keen for Jet's Jet. Back. Jet's my favorite series. Fucking Tommy, he's been slacking. <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't listen to this end part, so we can talk <laughs> shit about him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hard working Tommy. Yeah, he's the hard working Tommy. Yeah, fuck. No, nah, I just wish he was more free, just so we could get some more J episodes in. Because I am my favourite. Because it's like we just—it'd be funny. It's funny. We've only had like three episodes. We still only had three. Yeah, it feels like way more. Oh fuck! It's because our conversations are so. We need long more. We have the group chat. Is that? Me being greedy, I just want more. <laughs> no, we're just, I think we're unlucky in a sense where you probably have the most free time yeah, throughout the day. Definitely. And, then, flexibility, you get, and yeah. then you have Tommy who works like more midday than nighttime. And you're And then I'm sma- smack bang in the middle of the day. So I've got most afternoons free now. But I will find a time. Well, there'll be more Jet episodes, but yeah. I'm sure the audience loves Jet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been the most like, that have gone viral and I think it's just because what we say is so relatable in those conversations and we're able to be as vulnerable as we can be. So, um, And who wouldn't want Luke Hodge on your pod? <laughs> Hodgey. <laughs> That's great chat. All right, I'll, um, I'll see you guys in episode 34. Thanks for listening and leave some feedback if you can. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.